The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Bruce Nolan from Buffalo Rumblings is about to join us to talk about the Bills. Got that 31-28 win over the Dolphins. Buffalo 2-0 on the season. Let's hear from Bruce Nolan joining Michael Kist. Bruce, welcome into Monday Football Monday. How you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, Michael. How about yourself? I, I bet you are. I'm not doing so well after the Eagles yesterday, but let, let, let's dig right into the Bills. Uh, from almost... 20 years of no double-digit win seasons to 10-6 and six last year and a playoff berth to starting off hot 2-0 and in 2020. What's the confidence level right now among the fan base with this Bills team following this 31-28 win over the Miami Dolphins? I think the confidence level is sky high, but not just became 2-0. and The team has been 2-0 and before. It's really the method by which they've acquired the wins and specifically the things that they've seen from a player they hope is their franchise quarterback. If this team would have been 2-0 and in large part due to defense and winning in spite of your quarterback, I think the fan base's confidence would be different because wins are great. Winning for a specific reason is better. And I think the confidence is sky high, mostly because of Josh Allen. And I want to talk about Josh Allen in a second, but no sugarcoating this one. Are you concerned at all that these two wins may have come over a couple of tomato cans? Absolutely, I am. I think it's very reasonable to assume that, okay, we got some W's against some teams who are not projected to be very good this year. And then you have a hard time separating out the quality of the play you saw on the field versus the quality of the competition you may or may not have seen, specifically with the Jets. And already the rumors are starting to swirl as to whether or not they'd be willing to pull the plug on Sam Darnold. Not great. Not an ideal circumstance to open up your year. Then the Miami Dolphins, who I would argue are extremely well coached and getting that team with that lack of talent to five wins last year is nothing short of a miracle from coach Brian Flores. They injected a ton of talent. Is this a team where we look back on this win more positively at the end of the year after those pieces have had an opportunity to gel? Or are they still one year away from contention and a win against them in early 2020 doesn't mean quite as much? Yeah, I'm a big Brian Flores guy, so I definitely get the uh, conundrum there. Now, let's get into Josh Allen, right? One of the most polarizing quarterbacks in the league. Also, one of the most fun to watch, whether you love him or you hate him. I've been pretty harsh on him in the past, but I can't deny how he's looked so far. From your perspective, 
Do you see this as like a giant leap forward for Josh Allen or part of a more gradual growth that has happened since his rookie year to last year to now? I actually think it's more gradual than perhaps the stat line would indicate. I think this is a marked step forward for Josh Allen. And really, with Josh Allen, it's always going to be this weird ratio of plays that an average quarterback wouldn't likely make versus plays that an average quarterback wouldn't likely miss. It's that ratio that really determines Josh Allen. And as you get more of one and less of the other, he starts to trend in positive or negative directions. And really what this is, is just a a step in the positive direction of less boneheaded plays, less plays where you go, goodness, a replacement level quarterback would make that throw versus more plays of, wow, a replacement level quarterback can't make that throw. I think it's actually more gradual than the stat line would indicate because they're giving him more opportunities. This is not a 19 to 24 pass attempts again, Josh Allen anymore. So if you look at the raw numbers, you might think, well, this is a huge leap. He threw for 400 yards, Bruce. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, but last year he wasn't throwing for 46 passes a game. He wasn't throwing 35 passes a game. In fact, there was a discussion as to whether or not they should pass less with Josh Allen. Because in the games when he was forced to pass more, the Bills didn't necessarily have the same amount of team success. So I think this is more gradual. Now it's positive, but I think it's a step forward. And I think that with the addition of Stephon Diggs and another year of comfort in Brian Gable's offense, it's just a natural progression. And the thing that makes it special for Bills fans is you're not used to seeing progression year three. It's just not all that common for a quarterback to continue to take steps forward. Everyone assumes the progression and they assume, well, he's just going to keep getting better, but that's not the case. A lot of quarterbacks don't get better after year two. The fact that he was able to get better so far from year two to year three is a positive, but I do think it's more gradual than perhaps the stat line would indicate. What can this team do? Because you look at the next four games, the Rams, the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs. That's a solid slate. I'm going to ask you to pull out the crystal ball. What is the Bills' record after six games? I'm going to go with four and two. I think there's a reasonable chance that the Titans team that the Bills face in 2020 is not the same Titans team they faced in 2019. If you recall correctly, that was the last swan song of the Marcus Mariota era in Tennessee before they went to the play-action heavy Ryan Tannehill, who had a resurgence also through for four touchdowns last week, which is important. Mm -hmm. So I think that that team is well-built to take advantage of the things that the Bills struggle with, specifically if the Bills don't have Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds back at linebacker. That play-action attack of Ryan Tano could cause them significant amounts of issues. And with the Chiefs, I'm just not ready. I am simply not prepared to take Josh Allen in a quarterback duel over Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) You know, listen, you could say that maybe I'm a negative Nancy at this point, right? But Josh Allen would have to perform at the level he has performed the last two weeks for another year or longer to give me the level of confidence in Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. So I'm just not willing. I'm not going to be the guy who is so homerish as to take Josh Allen, the bills over the chiefs. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying I don't have the intestinal fortitude to predict it. Yeah. You saw Justin Herbert do it, but it was also because Mahomes had a pretty rough stretch of play there. And you're not always going to get that from, uh, from the Super Bowl MVP. Bruce, I really appreciate you coming here on Monday Football Monday. Let the people know where to find you, where to find your work. Thanks so much for having me, Michael. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at 
Bruce exclusive. I'm a member of the Buffalo Rumblings online and podcasting community. You can find me on Thursdays and Fridays. My show, The Bruce Exclusive, drops on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.